Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Hey Thatch, um, I've heard that we're switching to a new recording platform. Why is that? Skype. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Grab your friends, it's that time again. Listen to the show with a fun and a It's Pucko. Pucko! Oh yeah. Pucko! And welcome to the 240th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Skaran and Gator. And as always, we are here to bring you a Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, if you're new. Uh, this is a name we came up with in 2007 and still sticks with us today for some reason. Uh, and it's called branding, Thatch. Branding. It's called branding. <laughs> you are 100% correct. And uh, this is a show um, where we talk about Pokemon and just talk Pokemon stuff. Anything going on in the community, anything going on in the video game. Uh, we got a couple other monthly podcasts where we talk about the TCG, talk about some movies. It's a good time. So I thank you for finding us if you're new. Uh, thanks for listening again if you're old. And uh, also remember that Puckle is more than just a podcast, though. We are also a community. If you check out PucklePodcast.com, we can hang out, chat, battle, do all trade things. I don't know. Do whatever you want. So, uh, well, within limitations, of course. Um uh, like I'm not going to go rob like a seven 11 or anything. Uh, but that's, that's puckle for you. Um, so without further ado, let me ask you guys what I ask you guys every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, um, I lost my 3ds and all of my Pokemon. Yeah. Well, okay. But explain yourself because everybody's going to feel like really sad right now. And I don't want them all feeling sad when you're not sad. Well, I was on an airplane and I left my 3DS in the front compartment and I called them and it was never found and it's gone forever. Some kid probably took it. Well, I hope that kid enjoys my Pokemon, my yeah. like three boxes of competitive Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, it's okay though. Um, I'm looking forward to restarting in Sun and Moon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scrawn's not sad. He's very much looking forward to restarting, starting fresh. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, how about you? Get anything else, Scrawn, that you wanted to add? You got a mean deck coming up for BuckleCon oh, next yeah. week, right? Um. Yes, I do. I have my uh, Seri transfer uh, Mega Mewtwo wide deck. I think it should do fine. It tends to be really fast, winning on like turn uh, four or something. Ooh. Um. Uh, I got a first edition Bulbasaur from a store closing. Is there anything else good happening, like from that store closing, like anything at all? Um, most of the good stuff was already gone by the time I went there. Ah, tell the truth, there was some Spawn figurines, but I don't even know what Spawn is. I think it's I think a comic Spawn book. was like a Pokemon knockoff, like a few years ago. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, I think it was like a Pokemon knockoff thing, like a few years ago. I'm not a hundred percent sure. He means like Spawn, like the '90s comic. Uh, yeah, that, that that's oh, what it was. Yeah, there's another right. one. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Something else. There were a bunch of muscular, on. scary individuals. Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. What about you, Gator? Well, I've I've been having a pretty good week in Pokemon. I found this 3ds. <laughs> like, uh, three boxes with competitive Pokemon in it. It's pretty great. On this on this oh. airplane, I was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I was just rolling in pokes now. Um, but uh, no, I've been playing uh, my role as gym leader, per usual. Um, had a couple more battles. Come on out. Come play us for the Summer League. You've still got plenty of time to get badges, but the halfway point is drawing near. Yes, so. Absolutely. You I think after this week, out. halfway point is over. After the halfway point, I will be taking rematches on my nights. So uh, let's yeah. go ahead and get out early. We just had our first person this week qualify. Yeah, we had a couple people, I think, qualify this week, too. Yeah, so Christopher uh, claimed his eighth badge, I know for a fact, on Thatch. Yep. So, all right, um, things are everyone- getting started. If you guys are scared about the Summer League, if you don't think you have what it takes, just remember that it took Gator four times to beat me the first time he did the Summer League. And now he's probably one of our best gym leaders, so I, I like to point that out. I mean, I, I, it's not just me. It's these competitive folks I found, so <laughs> anything anything can help. He's got really. this crowbat and... <laughs> But oh, yeah, man. that's what I've been doing, and uh, I'm getting ready for PuckleCon next week. I'm flying. I think up I think all of us are. Yeah, I think all of us are. I'm getting pretty hyped. Like that's less than a week away now, and it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be absolutely awesome. Yeah, I was just talking with these guys about uh, throwing together a VGC team based on whatever I find out that Scron hates today. So, <laughs> a little preview of our topic. Oh, man, it's going to be fun. It starts I'm... with the Growl and ends with the Dawn. <laughs> Groudon's, like, really good in that format, actually. Um, but we can talk more about that later. And uh, as for myself, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I've been getting a lot of stuff together because I'm putting together quite a few teams because I am not breeding the last minute like I did last year trying to get in the Little Cup tournament. I'm going to actually play in the Nintendo Little Cup tournaments if they have them this year. And... <laughs> The good, the good news is, like, there were, like, five people that signed up for him last year. Man, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to rock it. Like, yeah. I think I'll go in there. I'm going to win. I'm going to pull all the Pokemon things out of that box. <laughs> if you uh, make me a little cup team, I'll uh, do that with you, Thatch. I'll make you a horrible one. 
so I we so I can beat you. Uh, <laughs> I actually have a couple little. I actually have like a Smogon Little Cup team, but Nintendo Little Cup's completely different because it allows all the stuff that it shouldn't allow, um, like Scyther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scyther should yeah, not man. be allowed in Little Cup. It's stronger than a lot of Pokemon that are fully evolved. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's also things like Sneasel. Sneasel shouldn't be allowed either. And Meditite. And yeah, there's there's a lot of Pokemon that are banned from Little Cup and for good reason. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting a bunch of these teams ready. I'm going to like sit down and get a lot of this stuff pounded out because I want to get a few teams together. So that if somebody's like missing something or wants to take part in the tournament, they don't have a team for it. I've got an extra team that they can borrow or something like that. And uh, Scrawn obviously wants some teams for me as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully, I've got like 50 3DSs at my house, so you can just borrow one. That's nice. Thanks. Of course. That's not a problem. I mean, I'm going to do what I can, man. Uh yeah, but we're going to have a lot of t- fun at PuckleCon. We can talk more about that in the news section because there is a little bit of news to talk about there. All right, then, guys. Um, I think that's it. We should definitely go over to the news then. So cue the epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news, we have uh, a few things. First is that we will be getting news on July 1st. So Yay. hold on to your hats yeah. there, guys. Uh, we're, we're hopefully going to get some news. Uh, I mean, it could just be a recap of some of the things that we've already seen. Because Japan, I don't think, has actually seen Grubbin yet. And, like, Young Goose or anything. But... Uh, because that was a US E3 reveal. And so maybe Japan will get something like that and we'll get what Japan already had, which was, uh, the koala and, uh, the rock dog. Yeah. Awesome thing too. We're probably going to see like, you know, your gym leaders and yep. some minor characters, that kind of deal. Maybe something else like that. That'd be interesting. Um, Can I just say for a moment how excited I am to see a monstrous koala evolution on my be- team? I'm really excited. I really want it just to be Conkledur, but a koala. Like, <laughs> Conkledur. Well, like, okay, so you know how Conkledur has just got, like, well, even Girder, like, with, like, because the koala's got his little log that he's, like, latched onto, right? But yeah. I want to see, I want to see the koala have his little thing that he's latched onto, and then, like, he just starts swinging around a log. You know what I mean? Maybe he evolves into, like, a Scottish koala. You know? He's got, he wears a kilt. <laughs> And he's got a log and he's like trying to throw it. So that's <laughs> that's my idea right there. The Scottish but, koala. Wouldn't that be perfect? That would be beautiful. I feel like that would be beautiful. I don't know what to feel. I think that would be beautiful. You're you just you're just confused. <laughs> and so. Uh, other other news is that if you have a Wii U, you can check out Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, I believe uh, Re- Rescue Team, Blue Rescue Team, and Explorers of Sky are all on there now yeah. on the Wii U. In yeah. North America, this has been out in Japan and Europe for like the longest time. And we're just finally getting it because rolling release dates make sense. Uh, 
other news. Let me see where else we are. Oh, Europe gets a lot of cool stuff for Pokemon Sun and Moon. They get the Steel Books again, just like they did for Oraz. And they also got announced the really swaggy uh, 3DS. Yeah, but you know what else they get to enjoy? Waiting to play the game. Yeah, waiting five days. I'm I'm hoping that we can get the same 3DS since it's been announced for Japan and Europe already. That'll mm-hmm. be cool. I I'm very much hoping for this because it's it's a I I will trade in my current 3ds for this and or sell my could, current 3ds to Scrum. Uh You you could just uh, move to Japan with me, Fetch. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna get Are you gonna get a Japanese 3ds when you replace yours? I already did. I actually ordered a Japanese 3ds LL. It's uh, the limited edition Xerneas one. You okay. know, it's the gold and black. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I really like that design, so I figured, why not? Yeah, no, that's fair. And, uh, yeah, okay, that's cool. And, but So you're going to buy a US 3DS, though, as well, an NA, right? Um, I don't really have a rush for it right now, but maybe yeah. when I get back from from Japan. No, that's yeah. understandable. That's understandable. For all of you that don't know, Scrawn's going to Japan. Yeah. I think this is the first time we've actually talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, like studying abroad. Hmm? Uh, well, it's kind of news because uh, whenever I get go to Japan, I'll be starting a segment about yes. Pokemon in Japan. It would be really cool to do, to do like a small segment or something on that. Actually, we could talk and maybe we could fill in that fourth uh, weekly month spot with like a 15 bit bu- minute bit by you or something like that. <laughs> 15 minutes. Forth- <laughs> Listen, 15, gonna, 15, if one we're five. Utilize, if we're going to utilize Scrawn in Japan, what we're going to do is pitch in and buy a big suitcase for him to take, and he's going to fill it with Pokemon stuff. For oh, us. absolutely. He's got to bring us all back gifts. <laughs> so what, that's what we're doing. We're going we're gonna to pool money to purchase a suitcase and then individually give Scrawn just, you know, dollars. And just, hey, I want this, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> think of it as Puckle's personal shopper. Is, yeah, is exactly. I think that's, I think that's absolutely <laughs> awful. Uh, uh, the idea there. Um, okay, so other news uh, to talk about. I think I think that's it. Other than nationals happening this week, or in, well, yeah, because this is Monday that you're listening to this. In official Pokemon news, that is. Yeah, in official Pokemon news. Uh, so Scrawn wanted to mention something about nationals this week. Yeah, uh, this is uh, a reminder from last week. You can actually still get. Well, you will be able to get Mark McCollin's Machamp, Machamp at uh, po- uh, Pokemon National Ch- Championships in the United States. Uh, also Australia, but I, I, well, I know we have some Australian listeners, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, Machamp is shiny. Yeah, it is shiny. It, it's actually the Machamp from, I think, the Seniors Champion last year. So Yes, it is. Uh, check yeah. that out. And... So, also, for PuckleCon, lots of cool things. It's going to be happening this week, obviously. I know a lot of people are coming, and I'm definitely gearing up for it. My house is being cleaned, and uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll be presentable for you guys. It's just think about it like the, the moving scenes in the first gen with, like, little machokes running around Thatch's house moving stuff. That's exactly how it is, Pushing I think. boxes, and it's, I think it's pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty sure that's how it actually is. And... Let's see. Yeah, but we've got that happening, and uh, we don't have the side event schedule yet, but Pokemon's really bad at getting you schedules, and there are side events definitely happening. It's just they haven't sent, they haven't put up the schedule yet, and they typically do that the week of. 
So we're working on that schedule right now. Um, hopefully we're going to do some fun stuff though. I'm getting, we're getting ready for uh live streaming and stuff. Gator and I have been talking about how to set up live streams. So you should definitely watch our social media, our Twitter and our Facebook. If you want to chime in and watch our live streams and stuff that happened, like, um, I know we're going to probably do something like a periscope or I, you, you had like a billion options Gator. And yeah. So here's, here's what I was looking at. So we're definitely for sure going to stream on Twitch one night or yes. if, if not two nights. Yes, exactly. And that'll be Friday night and Saturday night. Yes. Um, so you definitely need to keep an eye out for that. We will have, we'll pin it to the top of the social media, what uh, the handle you need to go to in a direct link. And then throughout the day, if I have the signal, and I have the ability, I'll definitely hop on the social media so I can stream what's happening in real time. So if you want to check out what it looks like when we're fighting in live events, um, mm-hmm. if they decide to drop the news on us and exactly. we're all like there for it and we're able to see it, then I'll pull out my phone and like send it out to the masses. Um, but anything that we record... Uh, will also get thrown up on the YouTube later. Yeah, I think Viger's bringing uh, like vlogging equipment for this. Yeah, so, so this year it's not just going to be Scrawn taking pictures, and that's all we have. Well, I was so, taking pictures too. Uh, again, it's not going to just be Scrawn taking pictures, and that's all we have. Um, I mean, so, they were pretty good pictures, right? They, they were pretty good, but we had some pretty. I think it. we took some pretty good pictures last year. We got we got twice the number of people. We're going to have twice the quality of. Uh, oh, it's going to be so. it's going to be a blast yeah. this year. It's like more than twice the people too. It's oh, going to yeah. be nuts, and. It's going to it's going to be a pretty good time. I'm really excited for it. And I'm going to win. <laughs> and I yeah, we're we're working on a lot of things right now. And yeah, so like Gator said, I think right now the Twitch account you're looking at is The Puckle Podcast on Twitch if you want to go try to follow it now. Um that is uh it the member it's uh The everything else we have is Puckle Podcast, but this one has a The because justin.tv was a thing. And we had a Justin.tv account, but then it closed and it only became Twitch and we never logged into it and we never converted it to a Twitch account. So they locked away Puckle Podcast. So now it's mm-hmm. the Puckle Podcast. Yes. T-H-E-P-U-C-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Giving it the old spelling treatment. But yeah, I want people to watch. Yeah, exactly. I do too. So if you haven't, you can actually go on Twitch and you can, if you're not, if you're new to Twitch, you can set up live you can set up email notifications so you'll know when we go live um so check that out i will be setting everything up for that this week hopefully it works out really well and we'll we'll see we'll see all right then i'm gonna say uh that's it for the news then so let's kick it on over and let's ask our host some questions in puckles pokemon or puckles pokey quiz that's what we're calling it And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, the trivia show where the hosts get to compete against each other for points in a collaborate every, every week. So this week we, of course, have Gator and Scrawn, and they're going to go at it. So Puckles Pokey Quiz, five questions. You guys get um, one minute to try to answer each of them. And no browsers, guys. You cannot use the internet to look up anything. And Okay. 
Yeah. I'm turning off my wireless mouse. You are also allowed one hint per episode, which also awards you an extra minute to answer the question. All right. Okay. So, as always, uh, we will we'll get started then. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Question number one. Uh, what is the one move that Smeargle cannot trace? Uh, chatter. Struggle? Uh, uh, what, did you, what did you say, Gator? Gator, chatter. what did you say? I said chatter. Uh, I think that's right, actually, but I'm, I'd am i also point out struggle. I, uh, I think, I mean, struggle, I think, is a technicality, but... Yeah, struggle okay, let's really do chatter. Yeah, I go with chatter. You're going to go with chatter? Mm-hmm. Then you are 100% correct. Yes. Uh, so, chatter, it cannot be traced by Smeargle, mostly because back in Gen 4, yes, I did say it now, um... Uh, chatter w- did allow you to like record your voice to like make the noise for chatter, and so it was really annoying with uh, Chatot, and uh, it was really annoying with Chatot, and so like you could you could say some pretty crude things. Um, it was actually I think banned from VGC competitions, just in That's case you said crude things like in chatter. Uh, they they have since they they have since gotten rid of that feature for the move. And now it, I believe it just says Chetot's cry. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm remembering good old times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, that's one point for you guys. Um, okay. Question number two. What is the most common type? Uh, and by that, I mean, what type has the most Pokemon in it? It's got to be normal. I'm pretty sure. Th- uh, wait, I think it's water. It's got to be normal. Everything, like, normal has, like, damn near every flying type. Oh, I used a bad word. Um, <laughs> every flying type's, like, paired with it. It's got to be normal. I I think I guess we can go with normal, then. I'll trust uh, you on that one. If you're going to go with normal, uh, you're going to go with normal, right? Yes. Uh, you are incorrect. Oh. Uh, the answer is actually water. Oh, um, God, I'm sorry. Water has 120 okay. Pokemon in it. And normal actually is in second place with ninety-seven. Ah, there we go. Uh, there's there's a lot of water type Pokemon now. One hundred and twenty. That's that's legit. Yeah. Like a seventh of the Pokemon that exist um, have a water mm. typing. That's nuts. All right then. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. It's gonna get a little bit harder here. Um, what Pokemon can learn? All three of these entry hazards. Spikes, Stealth Rock, and Toxic Spikes. Uh, Fortress? Yeah, I definitely for, Fortress. Wait, uh, I'm not sure about Toxic Spikes. Yeah, um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I can learn Toxic Spikes. Okay. Let's, uh, uh, let's go with it. All right. Uh, you are correct. It is for, Fortress is an answer. Um, also, I would have accepted Amistar. Um, Amistar uh, can also do uh, um, I just cool. didn't want to, like, a lot of the questions I have today have two answers, and I'm not giving you bonus points for all of them. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so, uh, question number four. So that's, that's uh, what is it, your two points right now? Yep. Um, so question number four, this is your bonus question. Um, uh, there are two Pokemon that will answer this question, and if you get both, you will get two points instead of one. Uh, so what is a third stage Pokemon that can be obtained, or not third stage, but second stage Pokemon that can be obtained at level one? Um, uh, Gyarados? Gyarados is one. Definitely Gyarados. No, 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 stage, stage two. 
Stage two, guys. Gyarados like, is stage, stage two. Stage oh, one. yeah, that's right. Gyarados okay, is not gotcha. stage two. It's stage one. Okay, um, it's Porygon Z. Porygon Z. Um, and uh, we need to think uh, alternate evolution methods here. Thirty seconds. Um, you can also use your hint. Obviously, this is question what number? Uh, this is question number four. No, nah, it's gonna get harder, yo. Uh, I don't know about that. Wait, could you get Alakazam at stage one? Um, no, no, because no, you can't. Get it's not a baby. But babies don't count. Uh, let's see. Uh... Oh, 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 oh! I've got it. I've got it. It's uh, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, time is up, guys. Unless you want to use the hint, Scry, right, let's go for it. Let's use let's use, use the hint. Uh, okay, this Pokemon is a Generation Four Pokemon. Gen okay, four Pokemon. Um, I don't know, Scron. This is. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> It's it's this is this is a pretty tough one. I thought this one was pretty pretty clever. What does that though? It's got to be something um, stupid. Do you know if Togepi? No, never mind. Uh, Wait, Togepi. no Togepi. What about Togekiss? Is Togekiss friendship? It's shiny stone. Okay, so you can have a Togepi, a Togetic. No. You have to level up to get the friendship evolution. All right, guys. Uh, five seconds. You I, give up? Okay, let's do Togekiss. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay, so Porygon Z is definitely correct. Uh, so that is one point, but Togekiss is incorrect. Oh. Um, the answer is actually Roserade. Um, because you can, oh. you, you can breed, you can breed Roserade. Um, or Rosalia without the incense, get Rosalia at level one, and then just use a shiny stone to evolve. That's right, because it's Budu. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't Rosalia be a stage one because uh, Budu is a baby Pokemon? I'm gonna say it's a stage two. Okay, well that was my reasoning why I didn't choose it there. That's fine, but by that I just meant a Pokemon that evolved twice. Uh, you know what I mean from its base stage. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, what you could maybe one. do is uh, remember when I said water early on and this one? So just like count those both as half a point and give Scott okay, <laughs> a point. All right, all right. Here we go. So that's you guys got three points so far. And here is the last question. Um, all right. Because that last one was kind of tricky. I'll, uh, there are actually two answers for this one as well. Um, so okay. I, will, I will let you redeem yourselves and get another bonus point if you get both of them here. So, what is the fastest Mega Pokemon? By that, I mean which ones have the highest base speed. And they have to be a Mega. Hmm. They have to be a Mega. Like, which Mega Pokemon have the highest base speed of Mega Pokemon? Of the Mega Pokemon. Uh, well, there's... I'm going to put some names out there. Uh, Blaziken is pretty high. No, Mega, he needs the speed Mega boost Alakazam. for a reason. Mega Alakazam. That's, Alakazam. that's pretty high. Uh, let's think about some others though first. I wanna. Uh, Aerodactyl. We get two answers here. 
Yeah, if you get two answers, you'll get a bonus point. Okay. We've got Alakazam and Aerodactyl up there. Let's think about some other Megas before we jump on this train, though. You got 20 seconds. Sceptile's pretty fast. Yeah, it's not going to beat them, though. Um, Lopany? No. Manetric? 10 seconds. Mm, Oh! Mm. I don't know if Manetric's that fast. No, it's not. Regular Aerodactyl's got like a super high base speed. Yeah. And Alakazam's got a super high base speed. Yeah. All right, guys, I need answers. <laughs> okay, we're going to do uh, Mega Aerodactyl and Mega Alakazam. And you guys are correct. Both of those yes. answers are correct. So you guys, I think, maxed out today with five points. Woo! So you guys are doing pretty good there. Uh, but yes, they yeah. both have the highest base speed of all Mega Pokemon. Um, they both but, have a base speed of 150. That means Ninjask and cool. uh, Deoxys would outspeed them. Uh, there are a lot of Pokemon that outspeed them. Uh, still, mm-hmm. I think, I th- yeah, Deoxys speed outspeeds them. Most De- yeah, so Deoxys and Ninjask, yeah. Um, right. Three Deoxys forms and Ninjask, because Ninjask has to be fast. Um, Alakazam, though, Tidal's Mega fast. Alakazam and Aerodactyl are pretty fast. Um, below that, though, you have Beedrill at 145, tied with Sceptile as well, Mega Sceptile as well. Um, and you guys were talking about Maynetric. Maynetric has a base speed of 135 as a Mega. Oh, so mm. I'm glad we didn't pick that one. Yeah. Uh, he does get a boost, mm-hmm. like, obviously from speed, but Maynetric also isn't that good to begin with, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, then. That's it for Puckle's Poke Quiz today, guys. Uh, we will come back at you with another episode next week. But for now, we're going to take a short break and come back at you guys with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is actually very timely, since Pokemon Nationals is coming up. We're going to be talking about whether or not the VGC16 meta is actually very healthy for Pokemon. Um, this has actually been a strong thing as we've had discussions about teams and stuff amongst ourselves for the upcoming PuckleCon. And so uh, let's jump right on in, I think. I think that's uh, very appropriate. Um, uh, so I am of the mind that it's not a terrible thing. I don't think it's great. We, we could state some facts here very, very rigidly. I think um, uh, the Wisconsin Regionals, which is typically very large, actually had a very low turnout this year, less than 100 players. Um, which is very odd compared to 14 and 15. I think they had a much higher well, attendance rate. Time out, um, Thatch. Yeah. Let's let's uh, bring people in that aren't really that Obvi- yeah, yes. You you are correct. You're correct. I'm just so jumping why, right in. What what happened from VGC 15 to 16 that made it so people felt like it was a, just a trash move? Uh, so it, VGC 16 uh, allowed um, the use of two legendaries. This was done before, obviously, or actually in VGC 10. Um, we were allowed to do that back in Harkold Soul Silver. It, it is definitely a different set, a different meta when you consider that. Um, because in this case where we've allowed in, I think the biggest problem among all people in this meta right now 
is that the primal uh, Groudon and the primal Kyogre Pokemon are just going rampant. Because they're and free mega evolutions. They're, they're essentially a mega evolution, but you're not using your mega slot. They um, also have really power. They have perma weather, um, which isn't actually necessary anymore because these matches can go incredibly quick. They can go four turns um, if you're not very good at the meta. And it's uh, it's I don't know. It's it's very it's it's very annoying to people that this is happening right now. And for a lot of different reasons. I mean, there there are a lot of different camps. There's a lot of things that we should touch on today. And I'm going to try to keep this discussion to 20 minutes. But it's it's going to be rough because I could talk for hours on this. Well, because it brings in a lot of questions. Because when you have super-powered Pokemon like that, there is no doubt about it that they are the most powerful Pokemon in the game. So you have that. You have a couple with their abilities. The fact that it's a two-person thing. The fact that it encourages uh, people to generate the Pokemon versus catching them naturally. There's a lot of issues that get poured into it when you start adding legendaries into the game. Yes. And so, uh, well, I'd like to hear your 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 opinions on this as well, obviously. Both of you um, gone. Well, if, um, if I can offer my uh, opinion on the matter. Please do. I found... I found that I was going to be unable to very seriously compete this year. Like I was very much looking forward to getting a team together and getting all the Pokemon that I really like and using them in a team and saying, screw the world, I'm going to do what I want. But having basically every team having either a Xerneas or a Landorus or a Kyogre or a uh, 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 Groudon on it is really, really dissuasive to a lot of the players that just want to use what they like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but I think that's always been Pokemon. Like, you could have said the same thing about VGC 15, right? Uh, I use this term a lot um, back during VGC 15. Chalk became very big, and it was actually Chalk that won uh, Worlds last year, right? Um, chalk stands for the the big five core um, in VGC 15, mm-hmm. which was Cressalia, uh, Heatran, Amoongus, Landorus Therian, Landorus. and Megas King, Mega Kangaskhan. And well, you, you are exactly correct, Fetch. Um, what they did, though, is they made it worse than before. Oh, yeah, no, like, no. Okay, so... I, I remember last... Yeah. It's, it's last year, I was praying oh. that they would remove the existing legends, but they just added more. Well, okay, so it was essentially... Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, but we I, there are some merits to this format, but I, I'll dive into it here in a little bit. But um, you... They they definitely did the thing where they're just like, oh man, I have a snake in the house. I'm gonna buy a mongoose so it'll kill the snake. But then you have a mongoose, and you're just like, I don't mm-hmm. want this mongoose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think they're gonna do for the next VGC format? Uh, next VGC VGC 17 most definitely will just be Sun and Moon decks. I mean, there there's a pattern that they do. Um, they do mm. uh the the regional decks of the newest region that just came out. Then they'll open it up to all Pokemon minus the legends. And then the third year after that, they'll allow you to bring two legends. It's typically a three year cycle. We skipped out on the legends part in Gen 5, um, because Gen 6 came so quickly comparatively yeah. to the other uh, generations. So we skipped out on that. So I, honestly, um, VGC 14 could have been a lot different than it was had X and Y come out in 2014 instead of 2013. Mm. It would have been bring two legends. Um, or two uh, Ubers, essentially. And they would have done that. But VGC 14 showed up with X and Y, so we got VGC 14, and it was beautiful. Everybody loved it. 
and then VGC 15 happened, and then people started to not like it, and then VGC 16 happened, and then we start seeing drops in player participation. We see drops in uh, we see uh, drops in just overall enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Uh, people uh-huh. are just very angry about the whole hacking situation, and I mean, I honestly, I don't think that's ever going away. Um, well, I, and- I feel like also too there, there's been a decrease in participation because we are so late in the cycle of these games. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you, you have to lose interest. Yeah. This is the second, this is the second year with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. And we're going to go exactly two years in between game releases, which I think has not happened in quite a while. So, I mean, you're losing, well, you're, you're losing interest in the game, but I think it's, I think it has more to do with the format than anything. I think it also has something to do with Oras being a remake game. Uh, do you uh, enlighten me? Yes. Uh, well, people are more likely to hold interest whenever you have new material, but they've seen mm-hmm. most of this material before. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that we got new in Oraz was the one island. Yeah, absolutely. We we got a few new megas as well, and uh, I mean those have been fun. I would have I would have really enjoyed a meta where we could have just played VGC fourteen rules again, or some with uh, these new megas, or just play something along the lines of uh, I don't know. I, I would have to say something. Something like uh, maybe just the regional decks of Hoenn or something like that. That would have been fun. You know what I mean? Uh, I that would have been really fun. I think that would have been more fun, and I think people would have really enjoyed that. But uh, I don't know. We're, there's definitely issues. And... Well, here's my thing, though. Like, taking the 10,000-foot approach to this, Yeah. every time you have a meta, you're going to have the main team. There's going to be certain Pokemon. There's going to be certain competitors that have this archetype. Then you're going to uh... have... Uh, okay, I I would I would bear to differ with that. Just just for uh, VGC fourteen, I think was very balanced. Um, well, it, l- let me finish my thought on this. Yeah, keep going. So you're gonna have like your main pokes that people are using because there's gonna be some Pokemon that show up on every team. Then you're gonna have the counter team. You're gonna have the team that beats that team, and then you're gonna have like this wild card team that beats everything else. That's usually the rock paper scissors of how things end up working in just any kind of competitive sense. Yes. So. When you have this rock, paper, scissors, yeah, you're not going to like it when you have the primals in there. But I also, you know, you guys complained all, all through PuckleCon last year about Mega Salamids. Uh, that like, was, that was for different reasons. There's different always reasons a entirely. Pokemon that's going to irritate everybody. That, that had nothing to do with the VGC format though. That had to do with the, uh, Battlespot singles <laughs> format actually. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the VGC format, I don't think I cared about Mega Salamence that much, but in singles, like, I mean, Smogon banned Mega Salamence, and it was for good reason. Um, mm-hmm. and so none of us, uh, all of us, um, didn't prepare for that. We weren't prepared. We, we had our Smogon hats on, you know what I mean? And we, <laughs> we go in there with teams that are built for Smogon, and Battlespot is not Smogon. And I quickly learned that, and this year I'm prepared. I have a team with Mega Salamence counters, and I'm ready to go. But that's, mm. that's my point, though. So you're always going to have these little things that pop up where, like, it's this main Pokemon. Oh, man, I don't like it. It's too over-centralizing, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it, it'll go away. That, like, that didn't happen so much in, uh, in VGC 14. Yeah, but you can't – when you have 721 Pokemon to account for. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's a problem because there's a lot of Pokemon there, – there are a couple of Pokemon I can bring to mind that are going to be over-centralizing. And, of course, the primals are never going to drop in usage here. Uh, no. Um, actually, when uh, R. Sigma and I were at the Premier Challenge um, a couple months ago, I guess at this point, it would have been about two months ago, 
Um, there was another guy who was just very frustrated that he he wasn't winning because he wasn't using primals, and I I he's just like, why is everybody using primals? Da 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 da. Try to win without that. I hate them. Da 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 da. And it's just like, well, well here's the thing that, that just because the teams end up looking similar. Yep. doesn't remove the competition aspect. Exactly. Well, I think that I think the difference between VGC 16 and say VGC 14 or VGC 15 was um was that there's uh this is definitely a more competitive meta. Like these are where the hardcore players are coming in. They're going to come in and they're going to play Pokémon hardcore competitive Pokémon because that's what this meta is set up to do. And <laughs> And that's perfectly fine because you yeah. need that balance too. Absolutely, I, I I would argue team, though. I think I think Scrawn would exact ag- team with two different people gets played completely differently depending on their skill level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think uh, an argument that I think Scrawn wanted to make here for VGC sixteen. I mean, I'm I'm a big proponent as a competitive player, but um, one of the things I think is kind of an issue is that VGC has been picking up a lot of traction these past few years. And I know that this year was the, a year that a lot of people were looking to finally make the push to get in. And mm-hmm. um, this was definitely a turnoff in terms of playing the game at a competitive level for a lot of people. And so, I, like I said, it lowered player participation because it's – I don't know how many people are entering the meta at this point. I haven't actually looked at the statistics for that yet. But Well, that's the other thing too. Like I said, with this being this late in the cycle of the game – you're not necessarily getting new people in there just like, hey, man, I'm going to just try yeah, to play Pokemon I, I this think, year. Yeah, but I think it's more about the format <laughs> I, because I think, nobody wanted the soft reset. And a lot of the people that <laughs> were think, looking um, to get in are soft resetting. I think uh, Nintendo missed out on uh, an opportunity here by sticking yeah. to its rigid traditionalism. Yes, I agree with you here um, on that point. Yeah. However, I will be a proponent of VGC16 and tell you, even though it sounds like a poopy time, that it has a lot of fun strategies. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need a heat more on my team. Don't ask why that. Uh, that's gonna be hard, but okay. Um, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> uh, we have, we have some things going on here. Um, so you can play a lot of fun strategies. Um, a move that I think has shown up a lot this year, two moves actually that shown up a lot this year that haven't shown up in previous VGC cycles or in any competitive cycle that I've ever played is that, first of all, gravity is incredibly good this year. Oh, um, yes. Gravity is really good. And so for those of you who don't know what gravity does, because it's such a niche move, niche move, I said niche. Um, uh, so it, because yeah, of niche, that, niche, 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 niche nah, whatever, potato, potato. Um, but, uh, gravity, uh, first of all, brings all flying type Pokemon to the ground. So you can hit ground type moves on flying type Pokemon. Um, and, and you levitate users. On top of that, you also get, um, you also get an increase in your accuracy. So that 85% precipice blades that Groudon has, or that 85% origin pulse that primal Kyogre has, um, you're looking at, um, a 100% accuracy here. Now due to the, in, uh, the accuracy increase from gravity. And on top of that, you can run things like Kyrim white. Um, <laughs> you can actually nail 100% blizzards with gravity. And it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, now the other thing that's a lot of fun is just in general, how many times do you get to play with Primal Groudon or Primal Kyogre? Um, outside mm-hmm. of this. I mean, uh, other than that, they're going to be sitting in my box just looking pretty. 
Um, and so you get to play with them, and they're a lot of fun. I'm a big fan of Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon, and Mega Rayquaza is a lot of fun as well to play with. Um, and Rayquaza just in general. Airlock and, uh, Airlock and what's the other thing? Cloud9? Those abilities have been a lot of fun. Come on, Golduck is semi-viable. That's weird. <laughs> right? Isn't that yeah. cool? And on top of that, you could run, like, I, I, I've been trying to play around this idea of, like, Mega Altaria, uh, because it, it gets Cloud9 as its hidden ability, not Al- Mega Altaria, but Altaria itself. So yeah. you could you could do some fun things. Some of my some of my favorite things to do is because I think uh, Primal Groudon is edging out Primal Kyogre in usage right now. Is uh, to run a Primal Kyogre team and bring some kind of w- weather nullification, whether it be Airlock on Rayquaza or Cloud Nine on Golduck or something of that sort, and you can go ahead and. Uh, you can bait the switch into the Groudon by sending out your Kyogre so they can think they're going to win the Weather Wars. But what you do is you do the switch into a Pokemon with Airlock or Cloud9, and you just go ahead with your Water Spout or your Origin Pulse anyway. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's some merits to this format. I mean, you have, you have a lot of fun strategies, and you get to play with a lot of stuff that you typically wouldn't. And That's me. I've been running this team. It's got this, like, clutch Pokemon. I, I run Garchomp, then I run this little Pachirisu. <laughs> it, it just kills. Do you like also this, live in South Korea? It's uh, a it's a championship caliber team. <laughs> um, well, I'm you, looking forward to uh, the Sun and Moon meta. Oh, the lot. Sun and Moon meta. I think I think VGC 17 is gonna. I don't think this is the death of VGC at all. I think this is just a lull. And I mean, Nintendo. I think definitely did miss out on an opportunity to gain more traction to their player base, especially with this being the first year where you can actually uh, cash out with cash instead of getting a scholarship. And oh. wait, huh? Did what, you not know this? What do you mean? Uh, no, so, I didn't. So previously um, up until this year, if you won like a prize at a regional or at nationals, your prize money was all in the form of a scholarship. Now, if you're in the master's division and you win, you have the option to cash out and take that not as a scholarship, but as a prize winning. Uh, the difference is, um, the prize winning's taxable. So that means you're probably leaving with, you're probably like in your hands having, you're going to cash out with half of that. But it, gotcha. and that's, be- that's better Ohio, than a scholarship even, I can't use. So it's probably even less than that though. Cause you're going to get taxed in Ohio and you're going to get taxed in. Yeah. Your probably home something like that. Uh, but I live in Ohio, oh, so I won't have a problem. But you don't have you don't have the play points to qualify, do you? I do have the play points to qualify. Well, then why are we <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what is this? I have the play points. I just I think the side events are just much more healthier. They're, they're healthier get out. Get out. And get out. Get out. You have a duty. I have I have enough play points. I got enough. I went to a premiere challenge and to a uh, and to a mid season showdown. I have like six okay. or seven play points. Tell you what, Thatch, you give me your trainer ID and I'll go <laughs> compete for you. I yeah, think the what? registration online has been closed. I'm not 100% sure yet. You though. know what kind of filthy casual you sound like? I just want to play side events. No. <laughs> I didn't want to do it for this format. Like, for the exact same to... reason that, like, participation's down is that I don't think this format's as fun as, like, VGC 15 or VGC 14. That that sounds like somebody that didn't think they could win. Yeah, I don't think I could win. Mm-mm. 100% true. Uh, All right, this conversation has devolved into a uh, bunch of madness, so I think we should move on. <laughs> well, yeah, I think... I'm, d- I'm done. 
I'm next, so done. <laughs> next year, I'm totally gonna play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play next year. But yeah, I bet you said that last year too. Uh, I did, and then they just like came up with this awful format, and uh, I was just like, well, not awful, but uh, a format that I don't feel confident enough to be able to build an original team in. Uh, so next year, though, next year for sure. Um, I find I understand how the play points work and everything, or the championship points work and everything, and it feels it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so I think I'm going to try to get more involved next year just because play Pokemon is an awesome, like community in general. But that's just me. But like, yeah, this year I wanted to hang out with the Puckle people. I don't want to be stressed about doing things. And that way I'm not constrained to a time schedule. I'm not constrained to like a lot of other things, but yeah, yeah. Um, I technically have the play points to play. Uh, all right. All right then. I, I, that was a good topic. You have anything else you want to say? Looking to the future. <laughs> uh, all right, then. So we will go to commercial break here, guys, and we will catch you on the flip-flop. Oh, man, I'm sorry for being late, Thatch. I've just been so tired lately. You know, Scrawn, it sounds like you need an energy drink. An energy drink? Yeah, one of my favorites, Green Tauros. It's got 10,000% of your daily value of vitamin B12, 200 grams of taurine, 300 milligrams of caffeine, and 400 grams of glu- glucuron lactone, and plenty of sugar. Thatch, that sounds delicious! Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Also, Scrawn, don't look at your hands. Uh, what about my head? Oh god, they're hooves! <laughs> episode and welcome back guys we are here today with the pokemon of the episode which is national decks number 621 drudagon the cave pokemon it runs through the narrow tunnels formed by excadrill and onyx it uses its sharp claws to catch prey yeah uh drudagon's actually really cool he's a pure dragon type no evolutions um, he actually also has like what I would consider the best set of abilities out of any Pokemon. Typically of Pokemon with only like one good ability, maybe two. And here, Drudagon, all three of them are like fantastic, I think. Uh, Mold Breaker is his hidden ability. He has Sheer Force and Rough Skin is his other two. I think, I think it's fantastic. Um, he is currently sitting in the RU tier, uh, according to Smogon. Um, That's because his base stats aren't very good. Um, his base attack's pretty decent, and so are his defenses, but his speed's just, like, awfully low, and we talk about this a lot, the Rise of Fairy type, it definitely shoved it down to RU, um, especially mm-hmm. with that base 48 speed, you're not going to go anywhere fast. But he does yeah, pretty well anything, in RU. But any other Pokemon, like, think of the weaknesses, Ice, Dragon, Fairy, there's so many faster Oh, there's things. so many faster Dragon types that could just take it out, right? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely it's definitely an issue with, in, but in lower tiers it does really well. Um, yeah. As um, our what, dragon gym leader, <laughs> I do not advise. He he's. Uh, I, oh, go for it, Scrawn. What I like about this Pokemon is Nintendo took a hint from that old school uh, dungeon crawl sort of vibe and made a cave Drake. That's true. And I did I. Like being a tabletop nerd myself, I really like uh, having a monster actually be a monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
a Pokemon monster, you know? Yeah. No, he's he's a decent co- he's a he's a decent Pokemon. I mean, he's got so if you if you want to run him in RU or something, uh, he's he's a force to be reckoned with. Actually, you could run. Yeah. Some, you, there are a few sets you can run because he's got sheer force, so he can take advantage of Life Orb if you play him correctly. So I mean, you just hook him up with uh, Outrage um, because he's a Dragon type. He's got to have Outrage. Um, he's got superpower too. Yeah, he's got superpower. I wouldn't use superpower though because I don't think it gets the sheer force boost. Um, you could use something, but you could use fire punch. He's got access to that. He's got gunk shot access, which uh, it also has a chance to poison. So sheer force gets a boost from it. You can use uh, a lot of things actually. Uh, he's got access to fire punch, and let's see. Oh, he's, he's got, got bite. Shot. You should definitely use bite. Bite, yes, best move. Uh, no, he's got thunder. I, I, I think thunder punch I can take advantage. Main, yeah, and I mean sheer force is definitely probably my favorite set to run with this, just because think, of what it does. But you could also do something with um, probably I would I would definitely run like max speed and probably or not max speed, max attack and max out the HP or something like that. Very if I wanted to do a quick set and run an adamant set or something like that. Um, he, you could also probably I use think, him in trick room. I think one of his main pulls is uh, Dragon Tail. Uh, he could learn Dragon Tail as well, but uh, you would have to have something that would have uh, hazards as well. I think to make that uh, he he gets Stealth Rocks though, so that could work. Yeah, that and just dealing with all the PBS programming is tricky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, you could, but you. Uh, I also like the idea of running like Rough Skin and Rocky Helmet on him as well. Uh, I think you could do that at the same time as running Dragon Tail, so that yeah. you're getting even more damage off. On, yeah, if you uh, want to use them to set up like that, then that's definitely the set you want to run. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, it would be you could again, like I said, I think Trick Room would be really fun to go along with that. Because he does get Stealth Rock, you can tutor Stealth Rock. Yeah, he gets Stealth Rocks, um, and he gets Dragon Tail, and he has Rough Skin. And you just throw a Rocky Helmet on there. You could also use Leftovers for survivability there as well. Throw a Glare on there for Paralyze. Yeah, it'd be even better. It's crazy. He's just got, he does so much stuff. Uh. <laughs> Here's a fun fact about Dredagong. Okay. So the design choice to give it wings that are not functional is actually because the wings are not wings at all, but in fact, a similar, serve a similar function to solar panels. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's really so. It's he's a tree. Of, well, no, um, it's similar to the. If you've ever looked into uh, paleontology, mm-hmm. you'll see that there were these uh, late dinosaur era creatures called dimetrodons. Okay. And these dimetrodons had these sails on their backs that would yeah. actually absorb solar energy and heat them up, since they're cold blooded, right? But this would help them deal with that. Also, if you've seen the Spinosaurus, they have a similar thing. Interesting. He also has one of the better shiny sprites. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> he has one of the better shiny sprites. Just throwing that one out there. Um, all right. And so for TCG, there's technically only one Drudigan card in rotation currently. Um, it is a dragon type, so it's kind of awful. Um, and 110 HP for a double colorless. You can do revenge. If any of your Pokemon were knocked out by, from damage by an opponent's attack during his or her last turn, this attack does 70 more damage on top of the 20 it already does. So that's not really that great. Um, there was a decent one in uh, the Plasma sets. I think the Plasma sets had a good one. 
And then he has Dragon yeah. Claw for a fire and a water and a double colorless. So it's it's just garbage. It's not worth running. Um, wow, how mean. Uh, I mean, it, I'm just telling you how it is. Just telling okay. you how it is. But yeah, you're, you're right. There was one, I think, from the Plasma Blast set, right? Yeah, it was actually an intro deck uh, Pokemon, I think. Yeah. And I, it, was, it was fun. Doesn't do too bad. Um, but yeah, so he's not that great. Um, he, Gron already dropped some of the crazy trivia. And yeah, uh, that's it for Drudagon. Um, if you want to learn more about Pokemon, check out PucklePodcast.com. We have a bunch of crazy writers writing about crazy Pokemon things. So check them out. <laughs> Uh, all right, then. We are going to switch gears, guys, and we are going to go on to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Yeah, gotcha. There we go. uh, and All as right. always, we'll be giving out the Green Tauros badge if we think anybody is worthy of it. Uh, so we will be going ahead and jumping on in our mailbag question this week. Uh, for those of you who are new, this is our segment where we read everybody's emails, uh, all of our fans' emails. Uh, we try to get to as many as we can. Um, sometimes there's a lot of them. Sometimes there's long ones. Sometimes there's short ones. So we get where we get. So let's see where we're going then. Uh, our first one is from our friend Bosephus, who should be on the show. Uh, <laughs> howdy do, Buckle Crew. You know who it is already because Thatch already said it. I just wanted to write in a small disclosure regarding a comment on Minor Manetric's email in 237. Thatch was right to say that the Thunder Types and myself are busy with the lifes. He's undergoing a move to a neighboring town, and I personally should probably not be allowed to drive an automobile, seeing as I was in a car accident in late April and a motorcycle accident last Saturday. I'm all right, but I have two sprains. Nothing that will interfere with PuckleCon, thank the Helix. My partner in crime and I have also have opposing work schedules. Bowen the Thunder Types is on a small hiatus, but we do plan on making more tracks with our better equipment as soon as we are able. But we are no not no more, as Thatch may have hypothesized earlier, but instead we are a yes more, and hopefully we'll have something soon for your ears. On a separate note, if you like Pokemon and Ska Punk Pad, uh, Ska Punk Band. Ska Punk. Ska Punk. That's what I said, Ska Punk. No, you said Ska Punk. Ska Punk. Okay, same thing. Uh, you go to it check... It's like a Pokemon name. Gen you 7 should... Pokemon name. Ska Punk. <laughs> Uh, you should go check out the band TM101 Pokemon Liberation Army. They're fun, 100% Pokemon-themed and inspired, and they have that garage band sound that you just can't beat. Anyways, he smell you on the flip-flop, Bosephus. All right. He says Bosasaur. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I read it the right way. Okay. All right, I'm going to get this next one from... Is it Oshawott? Uncle Oshawott. Uncle Oshawott. Yeah. All right. Hello, Moo Cow and crew. I knew that reference would snag me the badge. Thank you all for the Green Tortoise badge. I guess that means I better start going for my Black Buffalant badge. <laughs> I think I got that badge in the bag, especially since my rumor is so... Oh, humor is so outrageously good. Insert applause. Okay. 
Uh, so I finally got Thatch to say, get your bodies ready. Uh, quote from episode 239, time 838, hashtag roast moo cow. On a serious note, though, I need to level with Fluffiest for a sec about her religious views. Uh, yes, I said religious views. You say that you worship the Lord Helix, but you are clearly confused and misguided about who we should really be praising. Whimsicott. Hashtag praise Whimsicott. W- what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, moving on to that mailbag question, my favorite piece of news recently is that soda is now federally taxed in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, did you mean Pokemon news? Well, that would, in fact, be the newly added Battle Royales, uh, though it does take a close second to Trump Goose, hashtag make America great again, don't sue me, Trump. Battle Royals are the sort of thing that I realize I've always wanted only when they announce it. Can't wait for it. Puckle tournament, prepare for trouble, and make it every man for himself. Well, that's all for the mailbag. Did I win the Black Buffalant badge? And in completely unrelated news... <laughs> Nephew Oshawott finally got glasses from a concert I went to. They grow up so fast. We'll have a great day all. Uh. This this email is everywhere. Yeah, that was a strong email. Uh, all I right. feel like this this person is probably really really smart. Uh, Gator, like, you can get this next one from uh, Phoenix's Scyther. Hi, folks. I hope you had had a good week. Summer League seems very popular in the Puckle chat, so I'd imagine you guys have a very busy week with that. As I write this, I'm still struggling to meet up with any of the gym leaders, but I still hope I can work around my awkward schedule and battle someone soon. Um, That's really easy. Just send us a message on the site. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. If you're having issues getting a hold of us or meeting us at other times, we're typically pretty flexible to come and meet you at a different time if you ask. Yeah, just give us a heads up. Um, you've still got plenty of time to get those battles in, so uh, like, shoot me a message and I'll, I'll be glad to battle you. Me, um, my, myself as well. This week, I am ultra proud of myself. I very rarely soft reset for shiny legendaries, but this week I decided to. I ran from Latias 204 times until I got my shiny friend and soft reset for Cresselia and got the shiny purple beauty after only 16 goes. Both are going in my nice. team despite not having the best natures. I'm also contemplating playing through Gen 5 again, but the question is which one, Black, White, or Black, White 2? Um, I would say go Black and White 2, personally. <laughs> black I and White 2, I think, was both. better than Black and White. But yeah. if you want like a full-on story, I'd play both. Um, That's also true. Yeah. I, think, I think both is um, a good combination. Like You probably won't enjoy Black and White as much as Black and White 2, but Black and White will definitely set up a lot of the events that happen in Black and White 2. Exactly. Mm. All right, I have a quick idea for the Pokey Quiz before I go on to the mailbag. So the co-hosts that appear less often still having a chance of winning. Why not calculate the score by dividing their overall score by the amount of episodes they've appeared in? Because then they won't be on the show. Because, like, say somebody gets six questions right, and then that's their average for just one show. And then they don't ever want to be on because that's the maximum they can do. Not to mention, just just a little bit of uh, inside baseball... It's also incentive for co-hosts to volunteer to be on the show. Uh, exactly. We all have busy lives, so if we can get a little sneak in a little bit of uh, trivia time and you know get up on each other, then we're also more willing to do that. You notice you see a lot of Gator lately. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
On to the mailbag, and I won't spend much time on this as I have waffled on enough. My favorite bit of news is the earlier-than-I-expected release date of Pokemon Go. Simply because I think it will only build my excitement for Sun and Moon and more. I'm expecting PuckleCon is just around the corner for you now, so enjoy your time there. Lots of love from England, Phoenix's Scyther. Wonderful. All right. Uh, just a side note, uh, my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, so I got this next one from, I believe, Hazor. Uh, hey, guys and Whimsicott, I have just gotten back into Pokemon over the past month and found your podcast. Well, thank you for listening. I love all of your content and really enjoy the show. My favorite piece of news for Sun and Moon, for some reason, was the announcement of the three new Alola Pokemon. First off, I think Pikapek is one of the cutest Pokemon ever. For some reason, I think, when I, or for some reason, when I first saw it, I thought, this is my new favorite Pokemon. I had the idea about what they could do with them. Uh, I thought they could do another Riolu evolution line. It starts off cute, then bam, it's fierce and awesome Pokemon. Uh, I think Grubbin might be a mix between Pinsir and Heracross, but it could also be like a Mothim with a pinch of Yant Mega. I think that Young Goose will be a pre-evolution for Donald Trump. I'm kidding. Don't worry. I think it'll end up being like Kabiara. Uh I hope Young Goose evolution will be ground dark type. Uh, it'll probably be like normal something else type. Uh... I just thought it'd be cool. I will be in Mexico with my family for a week, so I won't be able to listen up on the podcast ASAP, but maybe I'll run into some wild cacnea. Uh, sincerely, Hazor. P.S. I don't need a green Taurus badge. I am saving up for a 3DS. Well, right. How are those two things related? Relate? I do not know. Um, so okay. uh, we are going to move on to uh, Dennis the DDG Maniac. I've got it. Uh, I'm going to read this mailbag in a gangster voice. Ooh, go for it. Hello, Thatch, and this wonderful co-host. Okay, this is Russian gangster voice. Uh, hi, hello, Thatch, and this wonderful co-host. It is I, Dennis, the DDG maniac, here for another email this week. It seems like you guys were caught off guard with my trivia question concerning Dragalge, to the point of making it the Pokemon of the episode. I'll be sending Thatch some more trivia questions in the near future. Also, before I forget about it, you can actually make a bulky Dragalge for a poison team that has another Pokemon settings, Pocket Toxic Spikes. Here are my moveset. Dragalge at Chestoberry, ability adaptil, adaptability. Uh, it is uh, 252 defense, 252 special attack, and 4 special defense. Modest nature with the moves of Acid Armor, Rest, Scald, Slush, Dragon Pulse, and Venoshock. Now to the mailbag. I loved all that was announced at E3, specifically the Battle Royale. I was hoping they would show Rotom Pokédex, but I can't ask for that to be fully revealed just yet. Doesn't Grubbin look like a Herculanean beetle larva? I hope it's based on it. Well, I'll end it here. I'll spook you all next time. Dennis the DGG Maniac. It like went Scottish for a second, but I was okay with it. I, uh, that was repugnant. The only <laughs> thing worse is Thatch I aim going to on please, about, Gator. I aim Thatch, to please. Thatch going on about Gen 4 literally every episode is less heinous than that. <laughs> <sighs> my my Gen 4 tidbit this week, though, was like actually very informative. You think uh, that every week. It was very informative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gator would know, too. Uh, all right. Exactly. <laughs> Gator, get this next one from uh, Flip Flop Philly. 
Hey, gang, huge apology in advance if my email's too long. I'm guilty of overdoing it before. It was heartbreaking to get roasted by it, but I needed the lesson in humility. All right, cool. I'll stop reading here then. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I've made Keep going. A podcast for over a year. Now I feel like I finally truly joined the community. Just a bit of backstory. I've lost a lot of friends in the last year or so. My life's been a lot, a lot of very depressing and negative outlook lately, and I've been trying to beat the blues away. Thankfully, Pokemon and Puckle, in particular this community, have helped me grow in confidence, and I've even made a few friends from the other side of the world and had some memorable battles with them and learned so much in this short time. Huge shout-out to Jester and DD, Dennis DDG Maniac, Hanakane, Shamu, Adrian Sharp, and most recently Captain Gravy for the battles I've had this week. Some were fun, a few were disgustingly one-sided and heartbreaking, but I learned the most from the ones I lost, and I feel like I'm finally getting good at this, and that's what matters. Side note, he's talking about hanging out our chat box at FuckoPodcast.com, which everybody should do. Um, because everybody can have the chance to be defeated by Shamu. <laughs> It's okay. Whenever right. I first joined the Puckle really community, yeah, I was destroyed consistently by Shamu. <laughs> okay, I've been staying up. It's really a rite late. of passage. Sorry, I've been, I've been staying up really late to battle the gym leaders. Eastern is not the kind, not kind to some of us internationals. Again, if you find our times to be like gross for you because you're on the other side of the world, shoot us a message and we can probably work with you. Absolutely. I have to give props to all the gym leaders who've been very accommodating to this and have replied to my emails arranging a reschedule. Oh, he did do that. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, it was more of reiteration for our fans that are. Yeah. All right. To all running the Summer League, thanks so much. I'm already having so much fun. I finally won my first ever Puckle badge. I did it. I lost three straight gym battles in close contests, running on almost no sleep across the week. But on my fourth try, I got a badge. Finally. My email wasn't so long. I described the battle. It was awesome. Thank you, Captain Gravy, for giving me a second chance. To all the gym leaders out there, I'm coming for you. See you ne all next time and probably very soon in the chat box at midnight or 2 a.m. or noon or 2 p.m. Uh, I want to <laughs> talk to you all so much more and share stories, but I've already had to delete a good portion of this email, so it won't be allowed on the show. It would be so allowed next, on the show. It would. So, till yeah. next time, my dear friends, flip flop Philly. All right. All right, this means I get the next one from Minor Manetric. Uh, Trainer Thatch and whomever he has, I want to be the first person to wish Puckle a very happy 24th, 10th anniversary. What? What? Uh, what? I wasn't... I, we are of, not 240 years old. None of those None of those things have happened. Oh, wait, 24th, like, in the episode number, because this is episode 240. I understand. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, I've gotcha. got I've got some stuff to talk about here because I think he uh, brings up some stuff about uh, episode two fifty. But um, I was I'm sorry I wasn't able to send a gift, but have a burn heal. Uh, they heal burns. Thank you, Uncle Oshawott, for reminding me of old puckleisms, uh, which provides a good itself to be a good segue. He, he put a picture of a segue um, <laughs> into the, my into my question for the council since episode two fifty is coming up. Uh, what if you were to discuss some of the history of puckle? Um, some of us Puckalonians would be able to send in some of our favorite moments. Just an idea. Uh, anyway, on to the rest of the email. That's a lot of work, actually. Clip shows. Uh, fun fact. Uh, but we, we're probably going to do a live episode. I mean, we could talk about Puckle if you guys wanted to talk about it. Um, but the 250, I also wanted to talk to you guys about possibly all, like, the fans can record a little bit, like, at the beginning. Like, uh, we have Apps Voice now doing, which is, and now coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's Puckle. 
Uh, I was thinking of having, if you're a fan and you want to submit that after episode 250, maybe we'll start doing different ones. So that'd be really cool. That sounds cool. We could have like a little competition. Oh, not even a competition. It would just be a different one like every week. Oh, I think it'd be a cool way to get the fans involved and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, sure. Uh, PuckleCon is in a week's time, and I've been busy learning the TCGO. Goodbye, free time. And I'm also doing some calcs, trying to come up with a doubles and singles team that can handle both Mega Kangaskhan and Mega Ments. I do not want to become another one of the horror stories from last year. Don't worry. I'm prepared. Uh, oh, yeah, the mailbag question. I haven't had one specific thing excite me, but the hype for a new for of a new Pokemon game has a whole has been a quite an experience after not playing Pokemon games since the original Sapphire and then coming back to play Oraz, I have never been caught in that limbo between games and felt the tension ease and hype build at the announcement of a new game. I cannot say that I enjoy the waiting, but I'm enjoying the hype building anyway, flip flopping on my way to Ohio soon. Sorry, fluffiest minor metric. Oh, what a Please nice apologize email. To her. Uh, this scru- is what an email should. Yeah. Uh, right. scru- uh, you want to get this last one from uh, Ten Little Men? I'm going to do this one in a cowboy western voice. Ooh, announcing it so that we can pick out why it's not that voice that you think it is. Aloha, puckle people. Ten Little Men briefly leaving my mailbag hiatus. To... Okay, that's not that isn't western. All right, it sounds like Richard Nixon. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going with it, and then you guys decide what it is at the end. <laughs> Aloha, puckle Garbage. people. Ten little men briefly leaving my mailbag hiatus to write about our one true savior, Grubbin. I have no idea why, but I absolutely adore Grubbin's design. I really hope that its final evolution is at least on par with Vivian, and most it much more likely to be competitively relevant news. Pick-a-pack and Young Goose are pretty darn interesting. In 6th gen, both of the basic Route 1 Pokemon, technically two Grumble Grumble, were astonishingly viable. With the right move pools and decent stats, this could absolutely be true for the Generation 7 early mons as well. Before I flip-flop away, the one thing must be addressed, but being Whimsicott's opinions on the whole showing super-effective moves are deal. Dramatic pause. I completely agree with her. As much as I dislike the dirt-slow menus of Gen 4 or the lack of variety while surfing in Gen 3, at least those design choices were understandable. I abhor the idea of simply displaying what move is the best choice. It is my single least favorite thing that Game Freak has ever added to Pokemon. One of my favorite things about Pokemon is the amount of experimentation and exploration that you are able to do while playing. Nothing is more satisfying than figuring out a new Pokemon's weaknesses based purely on design clues, or failing that testing all different kinds of attacks on them. Simply showing what moves are good against it removes the mystic and wonder of it all. Never will a kid wonder why their flying-type moves are bad against a tree, and that is kind of sad. Well, that was kind of a downer. I am still more hyped for Sun and Moon than I can ever remember being, though. Twenty hungry flip-flops, ten little men, off to Goose pick up some grub. I think what he's forgetting, though, is that that feature doesn't pop up until after you see the Pokemon. So, like, if you were to see a Pokemon like Pseudo-Wudo, just like in Gold and Silver, you, you wouldn't have those options. It wouldn't tell you which one's super effective. 
So it doesn't ruin everything. It just ruins playing against Pokemon for a second time. That's all. These are my comments. <laughs> well, that is it for this cool. week's mailbag. Uh, so Wait, for next what, what kind of voice do you think I did? Oh, um, I don't know. It was like maybe a high society Richard Nixon. Man. I kind of uh, just thought it that you were like, uh, like imitating Scrawn. <laughs> Whoa! It sounds like you're imitating yourself. <laughs> it's okay. it, you went meta. I was I was actually going for the radio announcer sort of drool. Oh, like you know? radio radio tower man or like uh, I don't know. Okay, no, either okay. way. Uh, that's it for this week's mailbag. If you would like to send an email to us next week on the show, I do not know if we will have time to read it or not, but that is because uh, next week's PuckleCon, so we'll see how that show works out. Not 100% how, sure how it's going to work about, out yet. How about we just say it this right now? Just send us short emails next week, so if we do have something, we can just like... Pound it out real fast. Just pound it out fast. So like a quick hi, you know, something like that. Quick or, hi from PuckleCon. Uh yeah, you can send that in. Um, we just want to know uh, real uh, – well, maybe that's that's going to be a long email if I ask them what they think of the VGC 16 meta. Uh, no, but, just what's your favorite Pokemon from the VGC 16 I think, meta? I think, that's, I think that's a good question. I think that's a much better question. Yeah, let us know what your favorite Pokemon from VGC 16 is. Um, send that into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, hopefully we have time to read them next week. We're not sure how the show is going to work out next week. We're probably going to spend way more time just talking about our time together at PuckleCon than anything else. And uh, let's see. Yeah, so uh, in the meantime, like we said, you should follow us on social media to be able to know where to look for all of our live stuff this this uh, weekend. And so that's Twitter, at Podcast, Facebook, which is facebook.com slash PucklePodcast. Uh, it's probably not going to be on the Tumblr, but you should follow us on Tumblr anyway. Which is, well, if, uh, we, if we make a post on the website, it's going to show up everywhere. Yep. yep. So. Uh, so that's PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, our subreddit as well, r slash Puckle. Um, in addition to that, if you guys have some time, just drop us a review on iTunes. It helps us grow. It helps more people find us. helps the tournaments get bigger. Help the prizes get better. And uh, it's everything. Uh, also, to help the prizes get bigger and better, another way you could do that, other than re- leaving us a review on iTunes, is to help uh, contribute to our Patreon which is patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. All of your support is very welcome, and it would be very appreciated that you could chip in if you have some extra money. Obviously, I don't want this to be the difference between you guys eating for the month and helping us out, so if it's but, that, eat. Uh, don't donate to us. Listen, um, if we get it to the point where we're getting $100 a month, I promise to lobby for getting uh, Scrawn voice acting lessons. Like, <laughs> we're already at $140 a month. No, 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 no. I mean, I need like like a weekly, so like four hundred dollars a month. Oh, four hundred dollars a month. Okay, that's fair. I think I think the next stretch goal is at two hundred dollars a month, where we're going to uh, release an official like Puckle soundtrack to patrons. So, All right, that's that's perfect. At four hundred dollars, it's Scrawn voice lessons. I think that that's a good stretch goal. Uh, <laughs> and then I think the stretch goal after that is at uh, I think half a million a month. We get actually go buy an oil tanker. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> that one, I'm, I'm, important, I'm, people. I'm comfortable saying if you're feeling between like donating for that and eating, you should definitely donate for that. Like, <laughs> there I'm, will be parties on the oil tanker, and we will be involved. We will be a worldwide everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, uh, check that out. 
Um, we can have Pokemon tournaments where the oil goes. <laughs> also, there's uh, you can. <laughs> Uh, like you said, we we have our like we said earlier today. Um, you can go to twitch.tv and you can follow us at the Puckle Podcast as well uh, to get in on some of the like fun stuff we're going to do this week. We're definitely going to do some tournaments and stuff, and hopefully it's a good time. So yeah, um, until next week where we'll be at PuckleCon. Uh, I am Trainer Thatch. I am Scron, and I've been Gator. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.